With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, how to apply a couch patch. Step one, before the bandages, make sure you've measured all the damages. Step two, you can deduce. Cut off the amount you gotta use now. Step three, listen to me. The hole must be free of all debris. Step four, listen more. Don't need the back of the patch anymore. Step five, apply directly. Make sure it covers the hole correctly. Step six, make sure it sticks. And if you've done it right, then it should be fixed. Hey, David. Yeah? I got a joke for you. Okay, what's your joke? Knock, knock. Who's that? Interrupting Fahuguapods. Interrupting Fahuguapods who? No, that's that's it. Interrupting Fahuguapods. No, that's not how the joke starts. Interrupting Fahuguapods, David. But that's not interrupting Fahuguapods. You can't just say interrupting <laughs> Fahuguapods. There's a there's a flow to the joke. It goes like this: Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting the cheat. Interrupting the cheat. <laughs> See, that's how you're supposed to do it. Where it's oh, okay. like let me you try. make let me the try. sound. Of the the thing that's interrupting. Let me let me try one more time. One more try. One more time. Let me try one more time. Okay. 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 Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting for Hugo Pods. (laughs) Interrupting for Hugo Pods. Interrupting for Hugo Pods. No, but you didn't. (sighs) Interrupting for what? What sound does a Fahuga Pods make, David? You are listening to Come On Fahuga Pods. (laughs) This is, of course, a podcast where I know how to do jokes better than Michael, and there's video evidence that I have mastered. The interrupting joke format. That's true. Does that video still exist, Michael? The series of sketches from our high school. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, definitely we got to remember to post that video on our Discord or something so our listeners can see what like fifteen year old me. Yeah, do it. Mastering the inter- the art of interrupting. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, <laughs> no, this is Come On Fugupods, a Homestar Runner podcast. My name is David Spencer. And I'm Michael Hunter. This is, of course, the podcast where we are talking about every single Homestar Runner cartoon in release order. Michael, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about Speed Mail number 88, Couch Patch. Couch Patch. Oh. I was really couch hoping patch. that we would get to this because, like, my couch is in desperate need of an update. Oh, so, how how did that happen? There's, like, some bugs living inside the couch, and I really need to just patch those out of there. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess you'll have to watch the tune and see how they figured it out. All right. This tune was released on November 10th of 2003. I don't think I remember anything about this, so I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to try something a little different. Print out million dollar bill. Dot exe. What? No, for real. Print me out a million dollar bill. Man. Dot exe. Um, this time, 
Really print me out a million dollars bill. Dot, no fooling. What the? Don't give me none of that crosstalk. Oh well, it was worth a shot. Now on to the, uh, on to the email. Is there a story behind the patch on the couch? If so, do tell. Form your pal. Ooh, my pal. Well, Palbert, it's a good story. And now you all have to hear it. Seems I was looking for a place to hide all my Aztec gold. But when I made the first incision, not only did I realize that I don't have any Aztec gold, but I unleashed a stench of biblical proportions. They had to call in a hazmat team just to hose me, hose me, hose me down. I had to spend a fortune on Glade plugins. Now, wait a second. That's not how I remember it. Oh, and I'm sure every loser out there wants to hear your loser opinions. Loser. They do. I seem to remember a young strong bad thinking that Olympic sprinter Carl Lewis was a woman. And that he was hot. That is entirely untrue. Lies. All lies. Clearly I'm the only one who remembers how it all went down. It was not so long ago that I was in Strong Bad's basement spitting teddy grams all over the place. Boom! One of them got stuck to the ceiling. Homestar, shut up! This is about that patch on the couch. It's clearly already on there in your flashback. Oh, oh, oh! I thought this week's email was entitled Teddy Graham Memories. No, no. I got the real scoop. Strong Bad had me over for gumbo one night. And I don't know what kind of doodle meat he was using in there, but I had to puke. So I went downstairs and I noticed this little rip in the couch. So I puked in it. I, I'm sorry for what I done. I like that gumbo. I didn't use no doodle meat. If I ever find out who that guy is. Well, Palbert, there's your answer. Me? I'm gonna go over there. Oh, wait. No can do. Oh, crap. This computer's worthless. Well, we just watched the Strong Bad Email Couch Patch. Michael, what'd you think of that cartoon? I. Ooh. That is quite the spemail, David. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I wish uh, everybody could have seen my face at the uh, Carla Lewis uh, reveal. <laughs> Just eyebrows raised, <laughs> like, like massive smile stroking the chin. <laughs> like, you don't say. <laughs> I love that uh, we keep we keep getting little little morsels to feed the uh, bisexual strong bad fire. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of beautiful. Yeah, uh, it's great. I definitely uh, enjoyed this cartoon. I I am a sucker for uh, Rashomon's. Do you know the movie Rashomon? No. It's a Kira Kurosawa movie. Uh, basically, the idea is like. Oh, here's a thing that happened, and one person tells their side of the story, and then somebody else goes, "That's not what happened. Here's how it really happened." And then it's oh, like the okay. same events, but different, you know, with different details and stuff. And that's like been a trope that is, you know, used a ton. Last Jedi uses that with like the the Luke and Ben yeah. flashbacks. Um, there's that Jet Li movie Hero that's like a big uh, thing like that. I am mm-hmm. always a sucker for uh, that 
kind of a storytelling device of like, no, here's how it really happened. No, here's how it really happened. Although this doesn't quite follow it because it's not like reusing any of the details. It's just like three completely different stories. Yeah. I mean, if anything, this is more closely connected to the trope that you would find on a TV show. Like there's, especially sitcoms, there's usually an episode where something happens. Mm -hmm. It's a whodunit mystery. And then every one of the main characters has their side of the story. Like I actually remember even on House, there was an episode of House uh, where House was going through like his side of the story. And then of course, like usually how it ends up where you know, like there's kind of like winking and nod, a tip of the hat that's like, and then there was an explosion and we started making out. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, clearly this is the not what really happened type of <laughs> moment. For sure. I'm a big fan of the idea of the uh, unreliable narrator and the idea that what you're seeing on screen isn't necessarily actual reality. And uh, I like this. I like this. Uh, I think the individual stories themselves are, like, fine. There's not a lot of, like, really memorable gags in this one. There's a couple that I wrote down, but uh, I like the idea. Well, let's let's uh, let's go through this female, yeah, bit by bit. Let's talk about what we saw here. So, first off, Strong Bad is really trying to print out a one million dollars bill, which just does not work. Well, it doesn't work because he didn't use underscores. Yeah, you got to use under the program name doesn't have spaces in it. It's gonna have underscores. So, Strong Bad, what are you doing? You you know this. You've got Strong Bad e- underscore email. Or check underscore email or whatever it is. There's underscores. How do you not get it for this strong bad? Yeah, seriously. I think even at one point, like he just types in because of the spaces and everything, he just types in man.exe, <laughs> which just creates a syntax error. And it's yep. like, yeah, yep. of course it does. Yeah. But also, I don't even know if that would work, David, because there was never such a thing as a million dollar bill. So how can you print a million dollar bill? You would also have to have installed a program ahead of time that is like this.exe true and also the printer has to be able to actually print a picture which i don't think mm. is was possible at the time but we do know that despite their a being no underscores b a million dollar bill not being real and c a printer not actually being able to print off pictures the printer is still able to recognize what it is strong bad once and is able to print it off in the Easter egg at the end. Yes. So that is one smart, sentient printer, which I guess we know it's got some amount of sentience because it's, uh, you know, scared to meet its new brother and everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, if you really want to break it down, the link at the end, so as David pointed out, the Easter egg is actually invisible. It's right above the backlink, mm-hmm. and it reads, print million dollar bill, please, exe so it wasn't until strong bad said please gotta be polite yeah at least that's what the computer was like leading towards was like oh yeah you gotta say please and then the printer will do it mm-hmm. and of course the uh, million dollars bill of course being an ascii art of a million dollar bill mm-hmm. and i love that it just has a president in quotes <laughs> yes. on it so good this is a president which kind of looks like Lord Farquaad a little bit. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> and for anybody at home who's wondering what the highest amount that has ever been put on a dollar bill was, 
it was $100,000, which had the photo of Woodrow Wilson, the 28th president of the United States. But it was never really in circulation and is also illegal to use. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, $100,000 is just begging to be used for like illegal drug deals or something like that. Yeah. Like that's that's the thing especially nowadays with how much is like uh done electronically, it makes perfect sense why they're never going to make something higher than a $100 bill because the only instance where you'd be carrying around more than, you know, $1000 in cash uh might might not be for uh, savory things. And it's also irresponsible to have that much money in such a small capacity because of the fact that, you know, again, when these deals are going down, having everything broken down into $100 bills, it kind of de-incentivizes people to do that because you're carrying around like briefcases filled with money. Yeah. Whereas now it would be just a tiny envelope. That is a lot of paper and is going to weigh a ton. And it's an interesting thing that like a lot of like, you know, heist movie type stuff doesn't really necessarily consider is what is the actual like power that it takes to lift and carry this much cash from one place to another. Which is usually why it ends up becoming some sort of like, this is a bank bond worth blank amount of money. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or uh, this is a password that le- that can hack into a bank account type of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I guess moving on here, the floppy disk in the container reads old game, <laughs> which isn't a game as much as it's just describing whatever game is on the disk. <laughs> Assuming that it's even a game. What, what what game do you think is on that disc? I would like to imagine that it's not a game. I'd like to imagine that it's literally just something secret that Strong Bad is trying to keep. Oh, see, I was going to say, I don't imagine that it was um, uh, Strong Bad tried programming his own video game one day and uh, didn't get very far into it. And it's pretty terrible, but that's just what it's there. So he was like, ah, this is that, that old game that I tried to make. Oh, okay. And then the cheat took it and actually finished it on his own time. And uh, and you can go play it on, you know, the cheat's Mac. But <laughs> Okay. Okay. I mean, I also imagine that if Strong Bad is just in the process of doing that type of game, like, he just took a game that was already on the disc and then just started to mess with the files <laughs> just to to reprogram it to make it his own game. There you but go. But then just kind of was met with limitations. Yes. All right, David. I think it's about time we talk about everyone's story behind yeah. the patch on the couch. Yeah. So first off, Strong Bad, the totally reliable narrator claims that he cut a hole in the couch because he was trying to find a place to hide his Aztec gold, which was really just a bag full of oil filters. But when he cut into the couch with the with a big knife, there was already a horrible smell that just like oozed mm. out. I think he described it as biblical. <laughs> of biblical proportions, yes, yeah. Which is yeah. wonderful. That's one of God's plagues. It's just... <laughs> toxic gas yep. in a uh, yep. in a couch. Uh, he also then has to bring in a hazmat team to hose him down. Or sorry, to hose me, hose me, hose me down. <laughs> Why did he repeat hose me like that? <laughs> I don't know. I truly looked into it. I thought it was. It must be a reference. It yeah. must be. It's either a reference or something that they did at 2 a.m. and thought it was funny in that like early morning brain. And so it's just one of those weird things that stays in. Yeah. That... Remembering that so much of this website has is made on 
two in the morning brain makes so many things uh, make so much sense. Yeah, especially, especially since he could have just like typed it out like hose me, hose me, hose me yeah. down. Because you know, yeah. hose me, delete, hose me, delete, hose me down. Now speaking of the hazmat team, it's just the poop smith with a blue hazmat outfit that reads has Matt? I love it. Love it. So good. That's probably my favorite gag in the whole uh, cartoon. So that's that story. Then Strong Sad comes in and tells us a story about how a little Strong Bad confessed his attraction for Carl Lewis on the couch with a Sharpie marker because he, quote, thought he was a girl. Mm -hmm. Now, Carl Lewis being an Olympic gold medalist from the 80s and 90s that specialized in sprinting and long jumps. Uh, I have combed through photos of Carl Lewis from the Olympian days, and there is no shot that Strong Bad didn't know that he was a man. <laughs> like, no shot. Like, I, it, it, you look at the hair, you look at everything, like, no shot. There's- yeah, because it's like, you could just look at a name and think Carla Lewis, but... If you're describing somebody as hot, you would also be looking at a picture of them. Right, exactly. Now, to be fair, the only possible excuse that I could see is that Strong Bad might have mistaken Carl Lewis for his sister, Carol Lewis, who also was an Olympic long jumper in the 80s. Mm. So, So the thought could be that he meant Carol Lewis and mixed up the siblings... But really, we all know that the truth is that he he really thought that Carl Lewis was hot. I just think it's kind of convenient that you could just put an A at the end of Carl. Yeah. And have that be like, oh, no, I meant Carla. See, Carla. Look, I thought it was a woman. Yeah, (laughs) totally. And just it's very convenient. But I digress. Let's talk about the the shirt that Little Strong Bad is wearing. Yeah. Oh, I always love seeing Little Strong Bad. Yeah. So Little Strong Bad, you know, that little scamp, he's wearing a shirt based on the advertising done by the attraction Rock City, located on Lookout Mountain in Georgia. As a marketing tactic, the owners of the attraction hired a famous sign painter, Clark Byers, to paint the words Sea Rock City on over 900 barn roofs and walls in 19 states. Weird. Rock City became popular on the claims that, at a single point, you can see seven states all at once. What? Yeah. That's wild. That's pretty cool. And then the next story is, uh, I mean, I guess technically the next story that is relevant to the couch patch (laughs) Mm -hmm. is Coach Z. I mean... An anonymous witness <laughs> uh, who that. tells us his story about the night Strong Bad's gumbo didn't agree with him and he threw up in an already existing hole in the couch. Mm-hmm. I, I love this story. I love the the use of the blacked out, uh, out of focus. Altering the voice. Yeah. Which the, I think <laughs> like the altering the voice bit works so well for Coach Z because it's like the way he talks, the way he, he the syllables he emphasizes is like still so plainly obvious. Yeah. Like without the visuals, you would still know exactly who it is. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's so good. <laughs> But that trope was done a lot on those secret witness situation Mm -hmm. type shows like America's Most Wanted Mm -hmm. and other crime investigation reality shows that often would use testimonies from people who wish to remain anonymous to tell their story or to help the wanted criminal get caught. So 
that's a huge uh, yeah. nod to that. But this is the first time we're actually seeing Coach Z <laughs> do this type of voice-altering interview. So yeah, it's, for sure. It's pretty great. Uh, and then I guess going back, Homestar also derails the entire cartoon about his story regarding spitting Teddy Graham crackers on the <laughs> ceiling. Uh, this is the first time we're seeing Homestar spitting these adorable bear-shaped cookie crackers in a cartoon. Mm, that comes back? That comes back in a small way, but We've yeah. We've definitely seen him just spitting in general, right? Like that patoo yes. feels. Okay. Now at the end of the email, if you click on make Homestar's head explode.exe, you'll be shown a clip of Homestar spitting Teddy Grahams again on the couch while the cheat's head explodes. Dang the cheat. That computer's got something against you. Did you ever, like, pour Mountain Dew all over it? I don't know why the cheat's head explodes, but that's the way the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love love getting a good cheat exploding head gag. Yeah. Especially, like, the way it was set up there was great. It genuinely got me where I was expecting Homestar's head to explode. I, I just don't know what this implies, David. The computer has the means to blow up a character's head by mm. just an, a, a command? What are the implications? Like, I mean, clearly, Homestar Runner, if there was any sort of, like, chip, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I genuinely do not know how this could have happened. But if you at home have a theory, tell us on our Discord. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, cartoon logic. <laughs> or Yeah, or just cartoon logic. The wires got crossed somewhere, and the computer was like, Homestar equals cheat. Okay. <laughs> now, assuming... That all of these characters are telling the truth, or at least their version of the truth. We can piece together a full narrative here, Dave. Oh, okay, okay. So put on your your uh, conspiracy caps and uh, let's let's dive into this. I wasn't expecting a the whole thing is true. I mean, m- more than likely it's not. More than likely, just but the, but there is a series of similarities yeah. between all the stories. Yeah. So young strong bad has developed feelings for a man who can run and jump incredibly fast. Remind you of anyone? (laughs) And uh, was so overwhelmed by his emotions that he wrote it on the family couch with a permanent marker. When the other siblings noticed this and called him out for it, he retreated and probably tried to clean it off, which, of course, he probably couldn't. So, what does he do? He grabs some duct tape and covers it up, to avoid anyone else finding out about it. As years go by, Strong Bad grew up and started hiding his other loves in the couch, like his love for baking with exotic eggs. <laughs> so I got a lot of eggs, and I keep them in the couch. After Strong Sad discovered them, he couldn't stop thinking about what other secrets might be discovered there. It was then he discovered that it was gumbo night, and that Coach Z was going to be coming over. Strong Bad became paranoid that his brothers would spill the beans on his secret, and so he knew that he had to get rid of the evidence. He used up all the eggs in his gumbo, he probably boiled them, and then, as it was cooking, he took out his big knife to hide his cursed treasure, the writing underneath the tape. He cuts into the couch, destroys his younger self's handiwork, but as he does that, he noticed a horrible smell. As it turns out, 
Strong Sad didn't find all the eggs that were in the couch, and one of them had gone bad. The same eggs that Strong Bad just put in the gumbo. After being hosed down by the poop smith, gumbo night went as planned, but nobody ate the gumbo except Coach Z. He stumbled downstairs to find a bathroom, but went. But what he found instead was the hole in the couch. What he found instead will shock you. <laughs> a hole in the couch. <laughs> in Strong Bad's rush to get hosed down, he forgot to cover up the hole with the duct tape again. And then we all know what happened after that. Strong Bad got full deniability and was able to dispose of the evidence in the process. All it cost him was investing in a lot of Glade plugins. <laughs> That's my take on the story. And what I like most about that story is it really demonstrates that very real feeling that I feel like a lot of us ex- have experienced of no matter what happens to your couch, it's easier to just deal with it than try to worry about getting a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, I guess that's a good time to say, hey, Alexa, what do you think of this? Hey, Alexa, what'd you think of this? What? I wasn't trying to fix Michael's Christmas present that I'm making by hand. Not, what? Not trying. Uh, oh, hi, Michael. What's up? Hi. <laughs> we got a present for you. Yay. Is it a podcast? <laughs> hey, Alexa. Yes, yes. What do you think of the couch patch? I think the couch patch improves the couch because mm-hmm. it comes with a story. Like, if mm. you go to somebody's house and see a couch patch, you go, well, what happened there? And then it always goes, well, it was a funny story. And then, you know, it starts to go, do, 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 And then we are in the flashback of the story. And then we find oh, out. Okay. Yeah. And even if the story is just the cat scratched it, that's still the story. And it's funny. Uh, here, Here's the real question. How many stories could there possibly be with a couch patch? It depends on how many patches there are. It's one patch per story. So okay. if you have like a patchwork type of couch, oh, that couch has seen some things. Yeah. yeah. Either that or somebody <laughs> is a crafter. But either way, that person who made the patchwork couch went through a lot of crap to make that couch patch. They made a patch quilt. They made a couch quilt is what I'm saying. Couch patch quilt? Um, yes. Well... Alexa, we're going to watch a Strong Bad email. You know what that Strong Bad email is called? Couch Patch Quilt. Couch Patch. Ah, so close. (laughs) How you doing there, Alexa? I'm sorry. I I lost it in doo-doo meat. (laughs) Doo-doo meat? Don't repeat it, David. Don't repeat it. If you repeat it, I'm not going to stop. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, well, oh. Alexa, 
Oh, what were you going to say? No, I was going to interrupt your question, which can't... Mm, like an un- interrupting Fahuglapod? Yeah, so I can't I can't tell you my thoughts until you ask the question. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, Alexa. Yeah. What do you think of that doo-doo meat? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it! David, stop! Stop! David knows this by now being married to me is that you can't repeat the thing that made me laugh because then it can't stop and my lungs fall out (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 number one uh the first part of that cartoon the whole time i was like don't put any spaces in your code see that's what i said yeah don't put space this is what happens when you have two tech teachers in your podcast and then of course uh another one was they put a comma in the middle of that and usually you don't put a comma in something unless there's parentheses usually and the only reason we know that is because we're always correcting our students code all the time so i go oh you don't put that there oh you don't put that there so when they said syntax error i was like it's right there there's your syntax error i'm telling you you gotta read the screen read the screen child please that's all you gotta do and you know it's tough but coding can be very intimidating because you know there's a lot of letters a lot of words you know and i get it um form your pal huh form your pal behind the couch yeah yes palbert palbert that's what we're naming our next dog palbert just because Mm -hmm. that's the cutest name in the world (laughs) it's like pal from arthur but like uh the good things about Dilbert from adam's family pubert who's pubert you know pubert adams who's pubert you know pubert there's pugsley what kind of there's 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 not a pubert that's not real that's not a oh is that the little critter oh no this is our baby what's his name it was agony we went through all the books all the usual baby names lucifer benito mao and then we came to our senses something simple something a child could live with pubert Pubert. I like it. It's filthy. <laughs> oh, that's a real that's oh, that's Pubert. That's a weird baby. The baby. I, the baby. Oh my god. The baby. I forgot about this weird baby. Okay. There were so many Berts that we could have named, but you went for obscure Berts. Which I only know about because of a Let's Play video where somebody brings up Pubert Adams and everybody else doesn't believe him that Pubert Adams is a real character and they have an argument for 10 minutes. So, Which is so thank funny. you for uh, reenacting that moment with me today, Alexa. You're welcome because I had no idea that was a thing, but I'm so glad that I was able to recreate that experience <laughs> for you. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Strong because... Now I understand why uh, you and Michael raised your eyebrows when I said every patch has a story. It's because I was right, first of all. It has four stories. It has well, four stories. Three stories and a, 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 an aftermath. A, and an adjacent <laughs> story. Yeah, I describe the patch as like one of my family members because like my father has a very interesting past and I know what the story is because he's my father. However, everyone in the family loves to come up to me and say, oh, I heard about your father's story. And then like they would all say their own version of the story and then make it try to convince me that that's the real story. But I'm like, I live with the person who lived that story. I think I'm going to believe him. So it's so funny that everyone has a very weird take on what happened with that patch. So David, I still stand by my theory that each patch has a story, uh, one story per patch. The difference between that and what was happening in the cartoon was that everyone just didn't know what the actual story was. 
Like, anybody can have their own stories. However, only one of them is the real story. So there you go. So I stand by my thought process. Let's go over a strong bad's uh, story. So he was going to hide his his gold mm-hmm. uh, in the mm-hmm. couch. So he makes a little slit with his knife, with a big knife. Mm-hmm. And then this stench comes out. Okay. Lots of symbolism here. I think uh, the gold is something that he cherishes a lot. Okay. Interpret Mm -hmm. that as you will. And he was like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and hide it. And I'm going to use this big knife, you know, because I have no other things to use but this big knife. Opens it up. As soon as he was going to hide something that he cherishes, a huge stench comes out which stops him from doing so. So I think the couch patch is a metaphor for not hiding what you truly desire. Okay. Okay. What's the stench then? The stench is is trying to prevent him from hiding things that mean something to him. Oh, okay. So it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent, yeah. And the great thing is Poop Smith was like, Poop Smith in his own way was saying, you need to just stop sabotaging yourself, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, but of course, in Strong Bad's mind, he imagined it as Poop Smith washing him down with a hose, getting rid of the stench. But I think what actually happened was the Poop Smith, because the Poop Smith is a very deep person. We all know that. Deep inside. He's basically a monk. He's basically a monk. And uh-huh. the Poop Smith was basically saying, yeah, stop hiding what you cherish. Otherwise, your life is going to stink. There you go, right? And if there's anybody who knows about stink, <laughs> it's the poop smith. I mean, it's very symbolic that Strong Bad used the big knife, you know, mm-hmm. because there was a part of him that knows that that knife is leading him somewhere. So the knife is not going to suppress his feelings. Like, you know what? I'm going to let you feel what you feel. Go ahead and make a slit on the couch with me. But you know what? What's going to come out of that isn't necessarily great but it's probably good for you to know. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So the knife, <laughs> there you go. There, There is my symbolism talk for all of you. I know you all missed that for a while. Because there's nothing else in this video to talk about when it comes to Strong Bad's uh, supposed sexuality. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so that was Strong Bad's section. The next thing was what Strong Sad saw. Mm-hmm. So Strong Bad wrote a note. What was that note again? Strong Bad loves Carl. Well, Carla Lewis is what Strong Bad wrote, but he's talking about Olympic athlete Carl Lewis. And then what does it say in the bottom? And and he thinks she's hot, with two T's. Okay, friends. I the reason why I asked them so many questions about that because I want to be very wanna, sure about what I'm about you to be say. Accurate. I want to be mm-hmm. accurate because I don't want to just throw things out there. Okay, I'm a scientist. I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. <laughs> so let, let me break it down real quick because we all know what I'm going to say. That was a throwback to Brian Rietta. So Strong Bad, again, is trying to suppress some kind of feeling here. It's very possible. By adding letters. In this case, adding an A to the end of Carl and an S to the beginning of he's. Exactly. And Rietta at the end of Brian. Exactly. Exactly. Again, this is... 
this is probably one of Strong Bad's weak moments because here's the thing. Growth isn't always upwards, okay? Sometimes, you know, it stops for a second uh, because you got to go through some stuff and then it continues to grow, you know? Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. because everyone's point of view of what happened with the Strong with Strong Bad is probably the same situation. Everyone just saw what happened differently. So Strong Sad was just like, well, you're just denying yourself again by writing some... Uh, some nonsense on the couch which is your true feelings but you just decided to change it up so it felt like a secret i thought we were done with the brian rietta talk but then you know what again <laughs> sometimes every now and then we get little clues so there you go so that's what happened with strong sad situation uh they saw the the writing again that was a form of suppressing yourself but then eventually you know you get over it with a patch okay next up we had Homestar. Homestar was spitting out Teddy Grahams. I feel like Homestar has always been accepting of Strong Bad, right? Which is why the patch was already <laughs> there. It was like, I didn't see you make a mistake. This is just who you are, you know? And you know what I was doing? I was spitting Teddy Grahams because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the story is. What matters is that patch is a part of you now. You know, it's part of your uh -huh. mistakes. And guess what? You can make these mistakes about yourself, about finding your own identity. And guess what? I'm still going to be spitting Teddy Grahams like no problem. And then there was Coach. Well, there was <laughs> another person's story. Anonymous witness. <laughs> yes. Okay. Name and address withheld. That joke worked so perfectly. For First of all, I love funny voices. Okay. The fact that they tried to change his voice. <laughs> Clearly, Coach C. I know, I know I'm explaining the joke, which doesn't make it funnier, but that already was funny to me because he speaks a certain way. And then he said doo-doo meat, and I just lost it because Because doo-doo is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not just that, like I, I was losing it too because it's just <laughs> doo-doo meat. <laughs> yeah. like, just like the, just hearing that like weird <laughs> voice say it voice. is just better. Honestly, I didn't hear anything after that. I was too busy trying to get my lungs back into my body because they they escaped me from laughing too hard. What? I don't even know what he said. I <laughs> so Coach Z finishes his story by saying that like he he ate that that meat that gumbo. Okay. He went downstairs. He was feeling sick, so he saw an already open ripped hole in the couch. Yeah. And he threw up in it. And that's what happened. Strongman made the gumbo and Coach yeah. Z ate the gumbo? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Anonymous person ate the gumbo? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anonymous person. <laughs> and we'll, then... we'll call them Zoch C. <laughs> and, then, um, and then Coach uh, Zoch C is the one that ripped open the couch and threw up in it. Oh, no, 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 no. The hole was already there. He just saw the hole in the couch and vomited in it. Oh, so that's why they put the patch in there. Well, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay, okay. This took a while because of the doo-doo meat. I was distracted by the doo-doo meat that I didn't realize what was happening. Strong Bad made the gumbo. Zochi threw up said gumbo. Symbolism, once again. Because I think Zochi might be exploring themselves as well okay but 
they don't quite know what to do with it and they don't know how to handle what's going on, right? So I think uh, Zochi went to Strong Bad for advice and wasn't fully ready to handle it, you know? And sometimes when you're not ready to handle something, you know, you you express it in different ways. In this case, it's a cartoon. In this case, it was in the form of a gumbo. <laughs> and, and, and Coach Z... I mean, sorry, Zoch C decided to vomit it out because I don't think they were ready for what Strongbad had to say. Now, interpret that okay. as you will, friends. But I think Zoch C is on the verge of discovery as well. We just don't know what that is yet. I definitely don't know what that is yet. So, Alexa, I've got one more question for you about this cartoon. Sure. Which story was the correct thing that happened? The correct thing that happened... Which, which story was true? I think what happened was uh, Strong Bad had a lot of emotions. And I think Strong Bad was holding the knife and uh, was trying to let out his anger on the couch. And so you think the first story is true and I, then the other stories are not true? I think what I'm saying is Strong Bad's story is the most true out of all of them because that was his own experience. But how everyone saw it was different. Yeah. Okay. How, did, yeah. how does everybody see that situation differently? Because everybody sees what they want to see, David. Are you saying that everybody is speaking in metaphor here? Yes. And therefore, none of the stories are what factually happened? Yeah, they're all speaking okay. the way their character would speak in this universe. No, wait, what? You're saying that they're all telling the same story. Yeah. But then if the we were would. to set up a camera on how the couch got a patch, what would we actually literally see? Oh, okay. You want to know that's what's what I'm actually trying happened. to figure yeah. out. David, I yeah. feel like if I answer that story, that's like telling you what happened in the end of Paris, Texas, which David still hasn't explained to me. By the way, if you've ever watched Paris, Texas, you'll be like, what was that ending? And then David will be like, you know, it happened. Like, I'm like, what does that mean, David? It's like, if I tell you exactly what happened, that ruins, you know, the, the actual, metaphor. the metaphor. Okay. Yeah. Because so what you're yeah. saying is, though, is that none of these are what factually literally happened. Yes. That's okay. what I'm happy. That's interesting That's because Michael's take is that every single one of these are what factually literally happened. So I like that the opposite perspective yeah. is yes. that none of them are true. Honestly, I, I like this too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's three of us on the podcast because we all saw it differently. Right, David? Right. Right? Michael was very logical in the way because of his research. You know, I was very out there because mm -hmm. I'm from outer space. You know, and David is the questioner. He's mm -hmm. just like, but what? He's the philosopher. It's like it's like <laughs> when you have that 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 like uh, you know that kind of mind twister of like, okay, you've got three people here, three guards, at, and you have to get past the correct path. And one yes. guard always tells the truth, the other one always lies, and the third one always stabs you if you ask tricky questions. So who's the stabber? <laughs> who's the stabber? Uh, me. Wait, I was the stabber. You're the stabber. I'm the one. You are the stabber when the questions get tricky. I feel like I was stabbing you because you were asking me tricky questions. But I got it. So this is but wait right. wait. No, no, wait a minute. I don't want to be the liar. <laughs> and Michael's not the liar. <laughs> 
I think Michael was yeah, telling wait, the wait truth. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a no, second. I think that wraps up our time <laughs> with you, Alexa. The couch is a metaphor for this podcast. I said it. There you Thank go. you so much for your thoughts, Alexa. There are now five stories to the couch patch. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I don't have anything else uh, that hasn't already been said. Michael, you got any other final thoughts about this cartoon? Oh, no. This was uh, this was quite the story. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, and I just have to say real quick that that uh, earlier joke, that guard that stabs you if you ask tricky questions, I just I just stole that from XKCD like I do like, with most of my humor. Oh, okay. I mean, it's great, though. It's uh... Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. If you want to find more episodes of this podcast, you can go check out our website, pipedreampodcasts.com, where you can find links to our other shows, such as How Did This Not Get Made, Escape from Vault Disney, and The Mystery Shack Look Back. Um, while you're there, you can also find links to our social media pages, our Discord server, and our email address. How do you type with boxing gloves on at gmail.com? Uh, real quick, I just want to let everybody know that after this episode, we're going to have a females episode, and then we're taking a quick little hiatus just to kind of catch up on recording and researching and everything. In the meantime, though, we are all three of us going to be on an episode of how did this not get made which i believe is coming out this friday might be next friday but uh keep an eye out for that and we're also going to be trying to do other things you can go check out our discord server for announcements as we'd like to do our like live streams there and everything and hang out with the community yeah i think i think we're going to be coming back on february 2nd 2022 two 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 so yeah Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And until next time, it's over! It's the $5 patrons. Accordion Mike, Alex Price, Amber Fontaine, Austin Nebbia, Bennett Ballard, Blueberry Grumble Cakes, Brady Forsberg, Bridget Mishita, Charlie Marlowe, Connor McGinnis, Dan Silva, Dom Flores, Elfie, the sentient NPC, Friendly Local Geek, Item Crafting, Jerry Skids, Kentucky Kaiju, Castro Magic, Kyle Kuroza, Mewtwo Queen, Michael Dunn, Miss Jukebox 8, Nick, 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 V, Old Doug, One and Only Danky, Sarah Gaines, Smiley's Beach Party, Song Telephone, Spencer Parks, Sterling Axel, Strong Brush, Sunset Apple, Triple Nine, Tyler Harper, and Zeb. Uh, thank you all for your continued support. You're all so good. All right. Adequate. Acceptable. Okay, I guess.